G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag, powered by punningform.com.au, section of database where you'll use. Uh, I was on course yesterday at Sandown uh, with Das, and I saw a couple of young punters using punning form. Oh. Mate, oh. mate, brought oh. a tear to the eye, Peter. It's glorious stuff. Um, they Is were Das there, one of them? Working. No, Das <laughs> was a bit more interested in the ambulance, um, <laughs> the truck that, you know the truck that rolls around Sandown just like <laughs> pissing, pissing water out the back so yeah. the, the ambulance doesn't actually bring up too much dirt? Doesn't seem very efficient, to be honest, that thing. Um, anyway. Uh, and well, what was probably the biggest strip of all time was that it's... Like, I don't want to go on and on, but he gets really car sick and it was the longest car ride we've ever done. And he didn't get car sick and he's very excited about the races, which is sick in its own way that just two and a half years old and knows what the races are. <laughs> but um, literally, as you get to sand and anyone coming from my sort of way, there's like six giant monster trucks on the fucking side of the road. Which is his one great obsession in life at the moment. Yep. So he all of a sudden he was filthy about going to the races and wanted to go to the monster trucks. So too good whoever's planning those trucks on the on the freeway there, the highway there. But um, yeah, good day. We're flying. We're about thirty five units up, I think, for the month in Victoria. Jackson and I. Um, handy, handy day yesterday at Sandown. Betting today at Warrnambool. Tonight at Pakenham. Praying that we're going to have the rider we expect to have in the last. He's been removed from. The, a earlier ride really card mm, so we pray um but the horse is probably too good anyway and then um betting tomorrow night mooney valley then we're going to bet and we're going to talk about today right now peter yes a glorious group one meeting j max in town uncle chris has got two horses in a big race um it feels like sydney but it's flemington it's the greatest racetrack in the world definitely in australia and easily the best racetrack to bet on in my humble how are you pete I'm good. Uh, I finally stopped running seconds and finally got my head in front there yesterday. It was good. Wonderful. Uh, it was a fair, fair little fill-up, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So just under break-even for the month, which is uh, funny how it started basically the same for every, I think, the last three months. Get off slow and then just come home real, real strong. So for those following my stuff, don't bet the first two weeks. Just bet the second two weeks of every month and you'll be fine. <laughs> My advice would be bet it all, but just ramp it up until he starts winning. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Just get angrier and angrier. Yeah. Right. Yep. You got the. Well, the best way the best way to bet your stuff is to know when it's going to come through. Roughly, see the notification, put the bet on, and then wait for the chat group to either do heaps of um, eggplants and pistol emojis, or just blow up and, and with swear words that you can see when you look at your phone, but when you open the phone, our app doesn't let you swear. So. Yeah. You can't don't, blame don't, Pike. Don't watch it, basically. Just watch the app. Yeah. Can't blame Pike anymore. He's, he's in Sydney now. He's their problem. Okay, let's have a look at Flemington. The Lightning, Group 1, 1,000 metres. The track has the rail in the true, so perfect as usual. What are we thinking with this Lightning? Because Nature Strip at 270, Eduardo, the Nemesis 420, the Colts in Home Affairs at 650 with a bit of narrative. Then you've got Profiteer, Mask Crusader, who you said at one stage, Jack Dickens, was the best sprinter in the country. I think that um, the best 1,000-metre horse that like, we've seen in the last sort of 10 years, there's black caviar around there, I don't know. But anyway, is Nature Strip. The best 1,200-metre horse at the end of this season might be Mask Crusader. Um, he, he went very, very close, didn't he, to winning the, the Everest. I was almost right, but I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, but he's a good horse. Um, 
I think probably Mars Crusader does his best work over a little bit further. Last preparation, when he sort of stamped himself, I thought as a real big, big boy, like a big, like at the tippy top of, of sprint racing in this country. There was over 1,100 metres first up at Caulfield off one trial. Um, this time we see him 1,000 metres fresh down the straight. Uh, I don't love it. He's never seen the straight which could be a really good thing, but I'd want to see evidence to suggest that he wants it before he gets for like and betting on him loving it. You know what I mean, Pete? Yeah, yeah. At the same time, I would I don't have any data to back this up. I might actually try and do this this afternoon, but I would have thought if there's any camp that can get them right for Flemington first ever seen, it's the Hawks team. That's a fair call. I, but, I need to do that. I'm just thinking sort of anecdotally watching their sprinters over the last sort of 15 years as they've been punting, but I'll do a bit of deep diving into that this afternoon and I'll let nobody know except for myself. Um, it doesn't end there, though. Like, Gitra at his best is handy. The Inferno was showing a fair bit last preparation as well, but they obviously need to improve. Um, is there any interest with the fact that J-Mac is riding home affairs? He's obviously got some sort of weird Coolmore deal or something that means J-Car sits oh, in registry. Just imagine imagine what that deal is oh. and just how much cash he has. Honest it's, to God. He's building honestly, a house out honestly, of it, Honestly, House? It's got a pool. Probably building a, probably building a suburb. <laughs> He'd have so much money. Yeah. Like, I listened, I tried not to, but it was absolute torture listening to the English online um, like coverage of the English classic sale. Like, every horse went to a great home and was going to get every opportunity, every single horse. Like, it was such a torture. And Caitlin's there grinding. It must have been, like, real hard work for her. Why? Not, li- not literally. Let's just put that out there. Uh, hard work mentally to stay focused and stay motivated and say oh. this is going to a great home. That horse is going to get every opportunity. That went over your head. That's oh. all right. I was referring to a different word that you used. Um, <laughs> anyway. He's got a... a lot of cash. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think J-Car suits Nature Strip. I'm yep. not worried about that at all. I think Nature Strip will win. Here's my map. Eduardo, Nature Strip, Profiteer, Lead, Home Affairs, G-Tri, and the Astrologist next, then Swats, that, Inferno, Mars Crusader. I think... Flemington will race really fairly on Saturday, but in the straight races, I prefer not to be in the last third. Yep. Um, particularly when one of the greatest horses of all time is going to be leading or right on the lead. Uh, I, I think he'll beat Nate, he'll beat Eduardo Fresh. I think Profiteers, yeah, like it's going from playing like this is you're playing first grade now, mate, and I don't think you're good enough. Um, Home Affairs, I don't think it's near Nature Strip. Time will tell. We know he likes Flemington straight. Do it does he like a thousand meters? Mm. The horse that loves the Flemington Straight gets a nice run, gets the informed Super Bowl freshened Mark Zara. What a weapon! Like he's he's been to America this week. <laughs> it was a big it was a big event for me to go to fucking Sandown. Um, <laughs> Mark's been to LA. He's back. Um, report so far no reports that he's like not well or he's overweight or anything. So he rides Gitra, who's I think got. Some delicious stats, track and trip, Peter, if I just quickly get them up. He's had four goes at the track for three wins in a third. Track and trip, two from two. Uh, at 1,000 metres just overall, he's six starts, five wins in a second. Um, I think if you want to find a case to knock off one of these sort of more preferred ponies, I think G-Trust is the way to go probably each way. 
Um, it's got the synthetic hoof filler off, which I think is a bit of a push if you, you know, a bit old school, but that probably t- tells me the horse is going a little bit better than it was last prep. I think last preparation gets you a bit of a better price here. Um, I think Nature Trip wins, though, even having said all that, but G-Trust certainly the value proposition for me in this race, Pete. Okie dokie. Now, two of the other races of interest on the card for me, Race six is the first of them, the CS Hayes. That's race six, group three at 1,400, and you've got Pinstriped as favourite at 3.30. Captivant is 5.50. Lightsaber, uh, who's probably still stuck in the gates after last week, is 6.50 with Pesquero, Pesquero at 6.50 as well. Um, well. I just pray they don't put the taps on on the morning of. Oh, imagine that. God knows what. God knows what P Moods will do. Apparently, he's rented out my room in one of those that that uh, apartment complex at the top of the straight there. You know what I mean? The Pino Cruz. Just set up a, yeah, set up a, no, no, yeah, well, could, but he's just got the GoPro on, checking, sussing. <laughs> Rhinoceros <laughs> gets the blinkers off here, pistol, for for our friends. Um, the Brown Team. The Brown Team, yeah, our friends, the Brown Team. Um, blinkers off from twelve. I thought it might want to cross and lead, but then blinkers off from twelve, like. I wouldn't bet on it leading, but I've mapped it to lead. How's that sound? Does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah, it, it does. It does. Um, it, it didn't settle on speed there just off the punning form information. You can just go have a look. And the Group 3 at Ellerslie didn't go forward on that occasion. They've got the blinkers off. Maybe they just thought if it was... You, yeah. If you roll down, though, further on its punning form, like, it's favourite to lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you would have been pretty pissed off that it didn't lead when it... At Ellerslie last start, given that it's almost always led every other time. Probably just having a run. Um, Geordie Child has a really good affinity with it, affiliation with this horse. Yeah. Ridden in a stack of times. Um, so it's not just like a proper Kiwi import, and it is still cult. So interested to see what happens here with this horse. Um, I thought it led. I thought Lightsaber gets a really, really good run from six. I don't know if there's a heap of speed here, but I think. He can sort of put it wherever he wants, Luke Nolan. I think he's riding really well. I think this suits him. I think this map suits Luke. Um, Captivon is a horse that interests me because of the Cox Plate figure, I guess. But that could have killed it at the same time. It was pretty plain first up, I thought. I'm happy to risk from 10. I think they go back. Forgot you. I expect zero intent. Same with Allegron. Uh, I think this race is a pretty thin addition of this race, which is normally a pretty decent race which leads me to pinstripes. Now, I hate Maui form. I yep. don't trust it. But it was really, really good at Mooney Valley. It's two from two if you trust the Mooney, if you trust the Maui form, like big, strong performances. I can't see how it doesn't get a pretty good run here, and I don't think it really matters from five if he's half slow or whatever. It's Flemington. He's going to get all the time he needs to get there if he's any good. It looks like he's pretty good. I think the way to play this race is to back lightsaber. Maybe have something small now, pinstripe, but just wait and see what the market does. I can't tell if it's going to come heavily to it or it's going to be a bit sus on this thing. But it is lightly raced. This is this is the definition in racing of scopey. There is this yeah. horse has scope to improve, and when I look at the punting form, like its punting form page, it's a lot of lead in the pencil, Peter. It does everything you want to see from a horse that's going to. Keep going. I love that Mickey D rides again. He's had three starts on it. But then you also you can go the other way. 
So there's the positive case for pinstripe, and I think you're going to need to back it. But devil's advocate, Peter. It started three dollars and three dollars versus Danny St. Darcy last start. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? When Lightsaver started twelve dollars versus fucking Tafane, Behemoth. You know what I mean? Big boys. Mm. I'm Thunderstruck. Like that's Group One. Wait for age form. Versus Danny St. Darcy. No, knock Danny St. Darcy. Like, I wish I owned it, but that's the grey up there. I'd rather it started $1.60 there, sort of thing, off that good Mooney Valley, off the good Maui performance, but no one trusts the Maui form, so you still got a price there at Mooney Valley, basically. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Pascaro for D Lane riding for Busted and Young? It's a lovely run, hard to knock two from two. Oh, I think this horse gets a really good run. I don't know if the inside draws often suit D Lane, but he's only drawn four, so he's not necessarily going to be rails in run. Um, Pounding was well backed, heavily backed. We beat SP. Jack and I were talking about how good SP tastes mm. just before we did this show. And then he settled a little bit too far back and didn't <laughs> win. Uh, Mateo May isn't genuine. I don't think Pounding's that genuine, so I don't think his form's that genuine. Um, but if you look at that Sandown race, nothing's coming out of it yeah. except for Pounding, who was backed. So I don't know what you do. Like it's not a big figure for a Sandown race either. What do you think? You obviously like it a little bit. Yeah, I just think it's it's a tricky race, but my natural inclination is to take on Pinstripe. And so I'm looking around for uh, for a few others. I mean, look, we also haven't really mentioned Lightsaber. It was obviously slow away there in the Group 1 CF4 there last week. And, you know, if you just erase that from your mind, is it a bet? Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, I thought I said this. Lightsaber is a, is a, a certainty. It's a, it, you must bet Lightsaber. Yeah. You must be on. It's... Lightsaber is three from five at the distance. It's one from one track and trip. It it won a group uh, won a group two maybe at its third start at Flemington with Luke Nolan over four hundred meters. Um, it ran into Animo, it ran into Bruckner, uh, it knocked off good horses at, in the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. It ran fourth in the Caulfield Guineas, which is the Animo form, which is the best form in Australia in my opinion. Uh, first up, this prep ran fourth to a horse called Marabi, who'll be favourite in Oakley Plate. And it missed the start. It was a complete forgive, but it started $12 in a Group 1 last week. It is, the way I bet, this is just a simple, easy bet to have. But I'm telling you now, Pinstrop's going to go really close. Okay. All right. Well, let's have a look at Race 8 to round off the preview. And pretty even market. You've got, what, Corner Pocket and Mr. Brightside around the 420 mark. Then Elephant, our man, at $7.00. Embolism eight fifty. Then you're out to Cherry Tortoni at ten dollars. Grand Swell twelve. Best available Thursday morning. Um, didn't get any uh, insight from you because you're uh, a bit anti the Bagalov content at the moment. But our man Shane gave Elephant Tame Impala like a massive drive by. Where are you at on that? What the song? Yeah. That clearly shows the divide in age between us and Curlio. Um, Tame Impala is the biggest band in the world right now. They're actually bigger in the States than they are here. So, I don't know, maybe he wants to like potentially listen to the radio at some point, uh, listen to Spotify, 
maybe go to see a live gig. Don't know. But, yeah, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I thought we, like, we could have used Tame Impala's gear all across the socials anyway. Uh, map here, Peter. Groundswell, I think, rolls forward from eight. More Varda gets a really nice run from seven, I thought. Uncle Lindsay's horse caught a pocket. Uh, I think, just stand by. Give me one sec here. Corner pocket won its last seven. Five from five, last preparation. First start at the track. Oh, fuck this up. Where's my mouse gone? Jack Dickens learning how to use a mouse. Riveting. Well, I have to put this this bloody camera in front of my actual computer, so I missed, like, I can't really see what I'm doing. Okay. Age of Chivalry, Groundswell, and Morvada are the only horses that are fresh here. Everything else is off, you know, 85 days or more. Some of them are off 329 days, Junipel, Grand Slam. So um, I, I'd anticipate intent from Age of Chivalry because it's, like, fitter than most of these are, right? Yep. Groundswell the same. So they're 8 and 12. I think they have to roll forward. And I think more Varda rolls forward. I think you've got three race fit horses on the speed. Corner pocket is first up, Uncle Lindsay. Barrier one. I, I think you're going to get slightly buried, which I don't think is great with the horses around it. Because, like, Groundswell, more Varda, Adrian should be rolled forward. One of them's going to stop. It's probably going to flush out corner pocket, King Magnus, whoever gets stuck behind it, right? Mr. Brightside. Like, it's got a similar sort of profile to, like, I was just dribbling on about lightsaber. Like, it had a pretty nice SP in a fucking pretty big race last prep. You know, it, it built through its gears literally, but it started 460 versus Superstorm in the Cantala Kent- stakes. Yep. That's the last time we saw it. It started for $5 versus Superstorm, etc. Proper, proper form. Um, however... I don't know where it gets to, and I want to see a little bit more before I make a decision there. I think Elephant just has a run from nine. Embolism, Junipel, they get further back. The rest of them further back. Grand Slam, you don't want to know about it until you know it's going to go forward. And I wouldn't even waste your time guessing. Just wait till it does and bet in run. Um, I think more Varda's a, a nibble bet here, Peter, at like 26 bucks. What do you think? It's got the track and trip form, which I talked about a bit today. But yep. just the, like I went looking for something outside of like, the obvious, and that's what I found, more Varda. I think more Varda each way is the, the roughier of the day of, yeah. the, of the races we're previewing. Look, it, uh, it's fair enough. I think you'd want to have it on side, especially if there's any sort of on-pace inclination there as to how the day is unfolding. But I think you've made a, a sound argument for that horse who can be pretty tough to get past in the straight. Look, it's a pure yard race for me. I can't wait to see what Jackson thinks of some of these fresh uh, elephant you're talking about SP and, you know, Superstorm and so forth. Elephant was $5.50 against Superstorm when knocked off in the fan, the group two, only lost on the line and still SP'd $4.40 against I'm Thunderstruck and the Turak when it was three wide, no colour. Yeah, God bless it. Thank God for doing that because we were against you that day. But um, you're right, like it's a proper horse, isn't it? Mm. Yep. I also think Age of Chivalry is nibbleable versus the price of Groundswell. They started virtually the same price not that long ago. Yep. In the John Dillon. So 15 versus 12 versus now you're going to take uh, 12 versus 34. So uh, Age of Chivalry is bettable if you, if you like it. Um, it's a really good horse. This is a pretty good race, isn't it? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, something like Luna Fox or one of these fresh horses, I think is going to go back like the Cheritor Tony, who does have a track and trip peak figure of its life. Did SP three dollars versus Elephant? Like it's a grey up. It's it is a complete grey up this race. That's why I'm happy to nibble um, more Varda and just live and learn. Like you said, might get some pearl from the yard. Either way, we're going to learn a lot about some good horses, where they're headed this preparation, and who's sort of in form and who's not. Yep, agree. Agree with that. That's a bit scary. We're agreeing a lot, Peter. Let's pray. Hope we're right. Exactly right. All right, very good. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow, where I'll join Mark Roden and Mark Sheen to preview the three Group 2s from wherever they are this weekend. Rose Hill, that's the one. Rose Hill, where we pray they do get the taps out on the inside lane so they can run on. Yes. Bye for now.